Do you want t-shirts? I know everyone wants t-shirts. Do you want jerseys? I know there's a few of you that do. Do you want varsity jackets? Yes, I even have that along with hats and scullies. And you know what? I'll even throw in a travel bag. Cold Sports has a store. That's right. The podcast that's taken the world by storm actually has merchandise. Come on in, browse, get something of quality, and leave satisfied as you get to pump the brand that is taking over the podcast game. The Cold Sports Shopping Center is at coldsports.com and it is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Come on down to the Cold Sports Store right now. Welcome to Cold Sports. You have entered the zone called sports on another level. And now, here's your host, Cole Johnson. Cole Sports! I am that man, your man, the illustrious tour guy, Cole Johnson. And on this episode, we're going to deal with players going to GMs, other players talking about what CEOs do. Hmm. We're also going to deal with a little bit of the NFL with the Super Bowl and the Upon Further Review segment later on in the show. But for right now, at this very moment, let's get to the headlines. Dateline, Chicago. Former Bulls general manager Jerry Krause had to weigh in on LeBron James wanting to get extra help in playmakers. So in an article by NBC Sports, he said to them, quote, I will say one thing for Michael Jordan. He never came to me and asked for other players. He never came to me and asked me to draft a player. Never came to me and asked to trade for a player. Never once did that happen. Part of it was he thought he was so darn good, he could win without him. He understood what we had to do as an organization. Close quote. Yes, this is coming from Mr. Players don't win championships. Organizations do. (laughs) Dateline, Cleveland and New York. So the controversy of Carmelo Anthony going to the Cleveland Cavaliers continues to have life. Why does it continue to have life? Well, New York Times writer Frank Isola quoted a league source saying that LeBron is the one in the Cavaliers organization pushing for the front office to acquire Carmelo, even if it potentially means that Kevin Love has to be gone in the deal. LeBron, to his own credit, had this to say about the situation. He said, quote, The article is trash, and the guy who wrote it, it is trash, too, for writing that. Close quote. Well, tell us how you really feel, LeBron. Dateline, Oakland. So the Under Armour CEO, Kevin Plank, had this to say about Donald Trump recently. He said that he is, quote, an asset to the country. Close quote. Well, his biggest athlete on the Under Armour label, Stephon Curry, he had to opine once asked of that question. He said, quote, I agree with that description. If you remove the et, close quote. 
Dateline, Hampton Roads. Sort of sad news to report, but good nonetheless. Former quarterback, and I do say former, now, Michael Vick officially announced his retirement from the NFL. In an interview he did with ESPN's Josina Anderson, he said, quote, In this moment right now, I'm willing to say, yeah, I'm officially retired. I think it's time. I think going through the 2016 season without playing and being able to be a spectator and watch the game and enjoy it from afar and root for a lot of the players and coaches I once played for, I think kind of summed it all up for me. So now I think I'm officially ready. I'm ready to move on to different things in my life and different facets of my life. Close quote. Now, a lot of people will still remember his dogfighting company and will not forgive him for that whole incident as a whole. But with that quote I just read, I have sensed a more mature guy. And it's beautiful to see that he has grown and evolved and matured. Because he's not the same guy that he was back in the mid-2000s when he was the swashbuckling quarterback for the Falcons. He was exciting. He was a trendsetter. And he provided some really good memories for all of us. I'm so glad that he now gets a chance to enjoy his life away from the gridiron. And I hope, I hope his life is even more prosperous after being on the field as it was on it. Mike, we're going to miss you, man. We really are going to miss you. Dateline, Boston. In a video posted on Facebook, and you can see it on ColdSports.com, Paul Pierce, the now Clippers small forward, made a return trip to Boston. And in the last few seconds of the Celtics' victory over the Clippers, Pierce was checked into the game to a rousing standing ovation. Then, if that wasn't enough, he ended up getting a ball in his normal spot, left part of the key around the three-point line, chunked it up, hit nothing but net, and the crowd went even more bonkers. It's a wonderful sight, wonderful scene, and it really is what sports is all about and what basketball is all about. Again, check out the video on coldsports.com. You'll love it. And to Paul, thank you for the memories, my man. We really are going to miss you uh, when this season is over. When I come back, we're going to dig into the NFL, both with the Super Bowl and in other matters. Come on back, why don't you? How did they grab you? Most completions in Super Bowl game, 43. Most yards passing, Tom Brady with 466. Largest deficit overcome by a winning team, 25 points. Most first downs by a team, the Patriots with 37. Most first downs combined, 54. Most offensive plays by one team in in the Super Bowl. 93 by the Patriots. This was one literally for the ages. And I, and and it's astounding that, that many are really caught in this moment. Many are being prisoners of the moment in, in saying that Brady is the greatest of all time. That's very hard to say because one, we have had 97 years of the NFL and the game has evolved generation after generation after generation. It's, It's just evolved. 
two, I've always said, and I will still maintain, Brady is an excellent quarterback, and he is the greatest of this time. There's no question about that. He is the greatest of this generation. However, there is one stat that has a number on it that will preclude me from ever making him the greatest of all time, and that is the number two in the loss column when it comes to Super Bowls. There's a quarterback that played mostly for the 49ers. He played a little bit for the Chiefs. His name was Joe Montana. He wore number 16 in San Francisco and number 19 in Kansas City. And he threw for zero interceptions and had zero L's in the Super Bowl. Now, others are quick to say, well, you know, Brady is the guy. No, no. If you're going to have this same standard for Michael Jordan when it comes to championships, because Bill Russell has won five more chips than Jordan ever did. But Jordan is considered the greatest because of two factors. One, in all the finals that he played, he was the MVP of them. And two, he never lost a finals series. Because Bill Russell had lost one. So why is that why is that standard solid and resolute that we had a player who completed his career who was a superstar? Because people could say, well, you can throw in Robert Ori because he won more championships in his own era than Jordan. Jordan had six, Ori has seven. Ori didn't matter though in a lot of those games, let alone a lot of the series, except for maybe the last what twenty four seconds of a game. Jordan was the superstar par excellence, and he got what he got. Simply because he was the straw that stirred not just the Bulls drink, but the NBA's drink. And he finished his career unblemished in the finals. Montana also finished his career unblemished in the Super Bowl. Brady, no matter when he retires, will never finish unblemished in the Super Bowl. And you can miss me with the, but the Giants got lucky both in 2007 and 2011. Miss me with that. The man still has two L's. And you can throw at me, he's thrown for over 60,000 yards and he has the most playoff victories ever and he has the most Super Bowls ever and he has the most Super Bowl MVPs ever. Miss me with all of that. I see one stat that people who are wanting to bow at the feet of Tom Brady Jr. that I will never, ever, ever come off of my stance of he is not the greatest of all time. And that is two losses on the biggest stage, period. And now if you can find a way, I'll I'll put it this way. If you all can find a way to go back to 2007 and 2011, or I should say 2008 and 2012, and erase both those losses to the Giants, Then I will say that Brady is the greatest of all time. Until then, it will never come out of my lips because he is a blemished, flawed quarterback in the Super Bowl. Period. But he's excellent. There's no no two ways about that. So excellent that there was someone who decided to steal his jersey (laughs) post-game the Super Bowl. Poor Tom. He, he he was like, look, I know I placed it in some spot, but it's gone. Uh, it's not good. It's just, it's just gone. Well, people do want to have a have that little brush with greatness. I understand that. I understand that he is great. I'm not diminishing that at all. But what I am diminishing 
is the genuflecting that I'm seeing from sports fans from Boston to Seattle and all points in between. You all can give them the crown until you erase those two losses in the Super Bowl to the Giants. I never will give him the crown. And to let you all know, I don't think Joe Montana is the greatest of all time either. Find out who I think is the greatest of all time when you get my ebook, Why You're Going Ain't Mine, right now on ColdSports.com. Click on the ColdSports.com. You'll see the logo. Click on it, and that book is yours for free. And you will find out who I think is the greatest of all time to this moment. And I can tell you right now, it is not Tom Brady, and it's not Joe Montana. But congratulations to the Boston area to the Patriots organization, to Robert Kraft. And I love that moment where he had the chance to receive that trophy from Roger Goodell. That was great. And it was what I wanted because it let the whole world know, and I'm not a Patriots backer, it let the whole world know that the Flategate was such a huge, big-time fraud. We had to waste 18 months of a trial where it was meant to Damaged the Patriots organization. And what did they do? Brady serves a four-game suspension, and they still win the Super Bowl. In your face, Roger. I mean, it's just that simple. So I was happy for Mr. Kraft. Uh, Bill Belichick, he will go down to me right now as the greatest of all time at head coaches. Please find me another one that you will put ahead of him. You can't. Not Lombardi, not Walsh. Not Noel, nobody, not Parcells even, nobody. And yes, I'll even go back even further. Not Gilman, not not Hallis, not, not Brown, nobody. There is no NFL head coach that has coached in 97 years that is even remotely as good as Belichick. None, none. And to the grace of this time in the quarterback realm, Tom Brady, you defy logic, my man. You're close to 40, and you're still slinging it like it's, like it's nothing. Congratulations to all of you. You should, des- you all deserve all the spoils that you're going to get. The team that has the most Super Bowl appearances and now the second most championships, along with a few other teams, one of them being the Cowboys. And yes, how do you like them apples? Because we have just seen. America's team win yet another Super Bowl and that team does not reside in Dallas because as we have noted with someone that we have elected a few months ago to the presidency America does not like losers they want to root against them but they will throw the roses at the winners that's just how it goes and this is how it rolls congratulations Patriots now you can start building for the other hand When I come back, we're going to stay in the NFL, but we're going to put this subject under intense further review. Are you looking for the quintessential tool to tap within the champion within you? What if I were to tell you I actually have that tool for you? I do have that tool and I can direct you right to it. Cold Sports presents 10 scriptures that can change your life. The sports edition. 
come along with this journey as you get to see one athlete after another model different aspects of what a champion does and what a champion is. And ultimately, you'll find out what a champion really is from his eyes. Cole Sports presents 10 Scriptures That Can Change Your Life, the sports edition. Available on paperback and on Kindle at Amazon.com and ColeSports.com. From analysts to journalists to athletes and to all sports personalities in between, Join us as you get an up-close-and-personal look at how things are behind the scenes of sports. Cold Sports presents Conversations. Follow along with us as we get to ask the questions that you have always wanted to ask and you get the answers that you demand from the sports personalities themselves. Cold Sports presents Conversations on ColdSports.com and other social media outlets. Coming up on the next episode of Cold Sports, we're going to go into a Falcon-centric episode. We're, of course, going to award the total of the week, and we're going to put a worthy subject and a good figure upon further review. That's for the episode to come. For, For this one right here, we've talked about the NFL all throughout this episode. Why stop now? We're going to put the shield upon further review. Rodney Austin, Monty Ball, Ahmad Brooks, Josh Brown, Justin Cox, Jonathan Dwyer, you see Quincy all Inua, these names that you just heard, and a few more, Junior Gillette, have had some sort of domestic violence issues linked to their names. So it just causes you to think, hmm, is the NFL really forthright about wanting to be honest when it comes to domestic violence and wanting to get rid of it in its sport? Shout out to my VIP, Demon Easton. Brother, I appreciate it. This was a good read. You're right about this. There was one name I didn't mention that was on this article that was written by the Bleach Report. Thank you, Mary Pylon, for it. And it was one Ray McDonald. Now, he's a former 49er and Bears defensive lineman. The story centers around his ex-fiancee, Kendra Scott. And it talked about all of the times that she suffered bruises and, and body slams and black eyes. And when all of this happened, this was right around the time... Commissioner Roger Goodell dropped the hammer and said it is automatic six games first time 
with a domestic violence abuser. Now, to the NFL's credit, when this became known to them and to us and as extension, the investigating firm wrote back to Kendra and had this to say about it. Quote, Dear Miss Scott, my firm, TNN Protection Resources, has been hired by the National Football League to look into the possible domestic violence incident between you and Ray McDonald. As you may be aware, the NFL adopted a new personal conduct policy on December 10th, 2014. The PCP regulates all NFL employees, team and league, conduct both in and outside the workplace. Employees, which includes players, who fail to conform their conduct to the strictures of the policy face disciplinary action from the league office. If it comes to the league's attention that an employee may have violated the PCP, the policy now mandates the league to embark on an independent investigation of such matter. Close quote. Now, considering that the policy has been in place and this wonderful, this wonderful woman suffered such a horrific beating, her thought process was, as she told Bleacher Report, quote, it almost felt like a joke. A letter? Really? This is how you guys handle this? When I did reach out to them, they didn't even know what I was talking about. Close quote. You see, it, it doesn't even surprise me that this takes place. You, you see, the policy was instituted on the heels of the Ray Rice left hook to his now wife, Janae, in an Atlantic City casino elevator. Now, before the tape was leaked, Rice was suspended for two games. And after the tape was leaked, Ray Rice, if you really want to be completely honest, got railroaded. And to this moment, has not set foot on the field since. Because the new sheriff was in town, the new law was laid down, and doggone it, players are not going to abuse their wives, their girlfriends, or their fiancés. They're going to be taken to task. After all, we did a whole spot of no more commercials so that the women... And the guys who have wives and girlfriends and fiancés can feel certain that the shield stands for no tolerance for heavy handing. Yeah, why do we have this still in the forefront here? Why is it that we still have a Josh Brown who gets slapped on the wrist after having decades, not years, decades of abuse? How is it that he could have a whole career because it was known that he was a domestic abuser when he was in Florida State. And he's 37 now. He had a full career and only got one game this last year because of domestic violence. Kendra says this about the NFL and its policy. Quote, it's such a hush-hush thing in the NFL. There's always an excuse. Close quote. I really couldn't say it much better than that. Because I really do feel as though that there's a yeah, but with all of these, it, it, it almost is as if the NFL wants to just look at these women who are abused and say, shh, don't say anything. Don't speak too loud. We can't get this out into the public. No, no, the shit will look bad. No, don't say a thing. What is a woman supposed to do? Because really, you want to know the truth? You don't consider domestic violence an issue. No, what you do consider issue? You consider issues such as how balls are deflated. You consider issues such as the color of a player's cleats. You consider issues if a guy does a Facebook live video 
in the locker room. See, those are issues that are more germane to you and your brand than if he abuses a woman or not. And I'm sorry, all those ones that I just listed, they pale far in comparison to a man mistreating a woman, a man basically being a boy and treating a woman as if she's property. That right there is a red flag. Now, around the time when McDonald was alleged in abusing Miss Scott, she was pregnant. And McDonald also said that she punched him several times before he admitted to grabbing her by the arms to avoid getting hit. All I know is this. That incident took place two years ago. Here we are, 2017. 2017. And you know what Mr. McDonald's suspension was? None. No suspension. Zero. No apparent suspension. You got to understand, NFL, you have to treat these women as if they do matter. You know, like Black Lives Matter. Well, women lives matter too. It's just straight up. Women's lives matter. To end the piece, Kendra Scott said, quote, they don't want the negative publicity. They don't want the attention. They don't want to be associated with that. But it is such a real issue. It happens all the time. Close quote. What I'm seeing from you, Shield, is that you don't give a crap about women. Exclamation point. And that is more deflating than anything else you all represent. Wake up and do better. If you happen to like this episode or any previous episode you've heard thus far, regular, special, or interviews, why don't you come follow me on Twitter at Cole underscore sports, that's sports with a Z. You can also come follow me on Facebook. Come along. Cole Sports, again, sports with a Z. Make your voice heard. Make your presence felt in the Cole Sports VIP room. It's on Facebook. Cole Sports, again, sports with a Z. To my Canadian friends, I got you. Sports with a Z. You can also follow me on any other social media platform that's out there, such as Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, Instagram, and Pinterest. More importantly, follow me on ColdSports.com. That's ColdSports.com. That is ColdSports with a Z.com. And you can hear past episodes and this present episode here. Most important, like, share, rate, review to your heart's content. But above all else, I want you to enjoy the content. For the Intelligent Sportsman, I am Cole Johnson, and this is... Cole Sports! You've been listening to Cole Sports with Cole Johnson.